1: talent to make this shit up here's kev nash dj killer kev you can't make this up podcast kev nash dj killer kev another week another pod yeah man episode 32 32 weeks in the books and let's just go ahead and get into
0: yeah i was gonna ask how your weekend was but uh i know you're still probably uh trying to get back on the positive side of life man
1: Listen here, man. So many emotions from that World Series, man. And I I remember because I said it. (laughs) I know I said it. Don't go to state yourself. Don't go to state yourself. Finish. It ain't over till it's over. All those little cliches that, you know what I'm saying, your youth coach tells you growing up, I was dumb enough to believe. So I truly do believe it ain't over till it's over. Fight to the end. All that stupid shit. I believe that shit. Yeah. And not only did, what, four or five months ago, it comes in my favor with the Cavaliers coming back. It comes back to bite me in the ass with with the team that I love. Yeah. I love the tribe, man, for so many reasons. The main reason being that my grandmother used to take me and my brothers to the games when they were piss poor terrible. And it's like really the only team from Cleveland that I truly love. Everybody knows I hate the Browns. I tolerate the Cavs, but I love the tribe. And to see them lose, and to see them lose in that fashion, and to see a a game like that, that be like, yo, if I was just a fan, I'm like, oh man, that was a great game. But I'm not a fan. Yeah. I'm not a fan of baseball. I'm yeah. a fan of my team. Right. And to see them go down like that, and to realize, man, they're going to lose game seven. At home, after they worked so hard to get there, and then they come back. Raji Davis hits a two-run dinger to tie that bitch up. Now, think about this. Think about this. Like, Get off your chest, Kev. I, I got you man. Get off your chest. I, and and <laughs> this is the most me and my pops have talked in a week span, in years, normally we, hey, Brown suck, ha ha ha. Steelers lost, ha ha. Ben's hurt, that it's back, text back and forth, right? Normal weekly stuff, that banter. But me and my pops talked about this all week long, like the whole playoff series, like we both locked in, so we've been talking like crazy so for like a month. We haven't talked this much in a month span in forever, right? <laughs> so. To think about a journeyman player like Raji Davis, who's known for just being a good defensive player, uh, a, That's speed, a center fielder, right? Yeah, 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 yeah he yeah. play anywhere in the field. Right, he's uh, a yeah. good base runner. He's been on like seven teams. So, a typical journeyman player in baseball, you know what I'm saying? Never gonna sign a big ass right. contract. He's always gonna have those two year deals, a couple million dollars. I would like one of those, by the way. Right. <laughs> but to think about my like, yo, This is going to be his moment in the sun where he battles Chapman. He got the bat choked up so high, like, so he could get the fat of the bat on the ball. And he turned and he hit that bitch and tied up the fucking World Series in the fucking eighth inning. Uh. He was going to be a fucking hero (laughs) to the end of time. Yes, And not only that, not only that. This motherfucker comes back up the bat in the bottom of the 10th and gets another RBI. I'm like, yo, it's got to happen, man. He's playing too good, way over his head. He's like a lifetime 192 hitter. (laughs) This motherfucker don't do this, man. This is baseball at its finest. (laughs) And he was robbed of that opportunity, man. He was stuck up at gunpoint. Taking his opportunity in the sun. The only people that's gonna remember how good of a game he played is the people in Cleveland. Yep. And that's a shame. Yep. The world, the the baseball as a whole, it should be talking about how great of a game he played and how he's a journeyman player. And this is his moment in the sun. And it was taken away from him by just the baseball guys, man. The baseball gods, the sports gods, the the Warrior jokes, 3-1, y'all blew it. Now it's back in your face. And I told motherfuckers, I told motherfuckers, (laughs) yo, don't do that shit. Don't do that shit. Let's just win this shit and get the fuck out of Dodge and be happy. Nah, we ain't going to do what they did. We better. It don't happen in baseball. And I'm thinking to myself, y'all didn't see the Red Sox beat (laughs) the Yankees? Y'all just didn't see this shit happen with us a couple months ago? Mm -hmm. Like, This shit happens, dog. Y'all didn't see the Buffalo Bills come back on the Houston Oilers in the second half in a playoff game down 31 points to Warren Moon. (laughs) Like, y'all don't, y'all act like this shit don't happen. This shit happens on a regular basis, dog. Finish, finish, finish. God (laughs) damn it. Finish. Fuck. (laughs) Nigga, I'm so fucking mad. Dude. Like, like, it was to the point. Like, yo, them niggas is down. Like, Motherfucking, ah, oh, Kluber ain't have it from the jump. You could tell. First, first fucking pitch of the game. Bang. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Right. And you know, when you in a game seven, after you done blew your chance at on a spot, you like, all right, well, game five, they was going to come to play. We'll take care of business yeah, in game the six. The six
0: and seven is where it's like.
1: And you start Ooh. getting, you start getting lemon booty. You start getting tight <laughs> out there, bro. And he didn't have it. Motherfucking Miller didn't have it. So your best two pitchers ain't have it. With all that fucking said, the Cubs tried to give them the fucking game. Yes. They pulled their pitcher, and he was out there dealing. So they pulled him. They put in a dude who's scared to throw the first base. So what do you do? You finally get on base. You They get an error. You score. So you kind of back in the game. Right. They let you back in the game, and you don't capitalize. And I think, too, the rain delay hurt y'all, man
0: that rain – that's where I think the Cleveland curse is still alive.
1: Hell yeah, it that is. Rain,
0: that rain delay allowed the Cubs to kind of – because they was kind of – They were shook. Yeah, they were shook. They was down. They was a little fussy, you know, with, the, with each other. They were shook. That rain delay allowed them to regroup.
1: And came back out. And mm. and I'm like, yo, I'm not going to act like, oh, I'm a baseball aficionado. or Like, oh, man, I follow the sport religiously or whatever. I follow the Indians, man. That's it. That's all. I know the other great players out there and everything like that, like McCutcheon and everything. I know them dudes, but I'm I'm not watching 100-something games a year. That's just not going to happen. I check the box score of the Tribe on a daily basis. Right. And just to think about Tito bringing Shaw. Was it Shaw? Whoever. (laughs) After the fucking delay, I'm like, yo, I don't think that was a good idea. He wasn't pitching that good. In the jump, yeah. And I text my pops and my man's Tim. I was like, "Yo, you should bring in Bauer right now." He's like, "No, nah, fucking Bauer Blue Game five. Fucking Bauer Blue Game two. If it wasn't Bauer, we wouldn't be in this spot." I was <laughs> like, "You should bring in Bauer right now. You should bring him in." And what did they do? Gave up two fucking runs. Bauer comes in, bases loaded, gets three outs. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> Oh, my gosh, man. Yeah, that one scene. Jesus, I,
0: Pete. I, I could tell it's stinging.
1: Dude, it's, it's <laughs> agony, man. It's complete agony, dog. It's like, man, when it's... It ain't nothing else I could say, man. It was like they had it. They fucking blew it. And my nigga Davis got robbed of his moment in the sun. The fucking rain came. At least y'all scored a knockout in the parking lot. Oh, yeah cold cock that motherfucker. Cold cock, And I think dude got caught too, by the way. Dude yeah. got caught, by you the way, man. Like so, uh, one hitter quitter. One hitter quitter, dog. I'm, and <laughs> I'm so fucking glad I didn't go to
0: Cleveland. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you didn't go either. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. oh, that shit you sent me the, digga, that digga. picture of the, <laughs> the dude on the phone. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. Oh I need to dispute these charges. <laughs> I was talking to my man. I was like, I sent them the same shit. Like, yo, tickets is tickets is uh seven fifty. like, you coming up? I was like, man, I'm thinking about it. I said to my brother, I was like, yo, you coming up? You come up, I get them. Don't even worry about it. I'm like, man, I'm thinking about it. Then I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm gonna just watch watch game uh, six at the crib. And then I seen tickets even dropped even lower for game seven. There was only like. 600. Yeah. I was like mm-hmm. And then Shayla looked at me. She's like, "Uh, are you serious?" I was like, "I mean, it's fucking game 7 of the world series. Like if right. they win." She's like, "Keyword if." Yeah, right. And if they lose, that
0: ticket would have been in a frame if they win. Yeah. That ticket would have like,
1: been. <laughs> she's like, "Break it down. 3-hour drive. 5-hour game. Win." you on cloud nine Dude, that drive home is that's you don't. gonna be a fucking nightmare <laughs> so uh, i declined and my my brother he actually went to the Cavs game that night and uh watched the rest of the game and the breezeway in between uh yeah. quick and loans and uh progressive field and uh he was hitting me up man like man it ain't looking good it ain't looking good and when they came back like they were down. It was, it was over. I was down like, just, what, 5-1 at one point, Yeah, I think, yeah. It yeah. I, I was just playing out the string, really, like, man, see what happened. I'm in the bedroom. Lights is off. Wifey's knocked out. I'm just laying there, like, sad face. And when Davis hit the dinger, dog, I jump out the bed. She's like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> Grabbing her glasses. I'm like, it's tied up. She's like, bullshit. I was like, it's fucking tied up. Like, we winning this shit. Until the rain came. Fucking Ohio weather, dog. Yeah, man. Ohio weather at its finest, bro. At least the Cavs six and zero. Wake me up in June, man. Wake me up in June, man.
0: Man, that's tough, tough, tough for the for the Indian fans out there. Uh, I do got to shout out to the, the, the Cubs, man. One hundred eight years. I, for I, real? I, I'm sorry, man. I just, you know, I'm not the. I'm a Reds fan. So, <laughs> like you said back in your in your in your rant. <laughs> <laughs> you said uh if, if you was a fan of baseball it would have been a good a good game. So yeah. I was uh in that realm. So I was thinking with the wife though, we was out this weekend, kind of just doing stuff and I was telling her, I'm like, Man, most people, even like the old people in my family, probably don't even recall hearing their older you know, aunts and uncles when they were kids talking about the Cubs. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, that's 108 years. Yeah, man,
1: WGN, man, like, <laughs> who ain't watched that? WGN right. and uh, yeah. TBS, you know, outside of the Indians games being on, I always watch the Cubs right. and, uh, and the BNL's, Braves, you know, know what You NL,
0: NL Central with the Reds and everything, you know, I have followed the Cubs quite, you know, just because they're in the same, you know, division. but
1: I'm happy in a sense that, you know, that, the tribe came to play, and I don't think it's in the same realm as the Warriors blowing a 3-1 no, lead No, because y'all, like
0: Toronto was supposed to Yeah, they beat were, the shoot,
1: Boston was. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, they were an the underdog all the way through, right. and that's what I tell people is, you know, it ain't guaranteed that you're going to get back, dog. Like, yeah. you know... This is baseball, and you're a smaller market team. You're not the Yankees. You can't just be like, all right, we're just going to cut a check, and we're just going to line up yeah. the biggest and best players. Let me
0: players. See who I want to get this year. <laughs> yeah, and just do what
1: we <laughs> do. You know what I'm saying? We had to, like, back in the 90s when they uh, were in the World Series, like, that was the heyday team. and That was a team was built that like off David of, Justice? and? Uh, was he in well, the, that was uh, Albert Bell, okay. uh Kenny Lofton, uh, okay. Omar Vescalo. Like, that team was built around power hitters. Uh, Manny yeah. was on that team. Yeah. It was based off the long ball and and solid pitching. This team is built off great pitching and small ball. So right. it's a it's a more of a traditional baseball style where, you know, we're going to get on base and we're going to advance the runner. We're going to advance the runner and we're going to score. We're going to win three to two. Yeah. You know, the traditional style as opposed to how they were winning back in the day. Like, yo, we out here. Right. 10 to 3 killing cats <laughs> with the long ball yeah. <laughs> yeah like that so it's a it's a different brand of baseball honestly that i'm used to seeing them play because like that's the style that i was like oh man this is exciting it's uh we blowing cats out looks like a football score so but i mean i'm proud of the way they play man it's just so heartbreaking to see a team so close to winning it all and you know what i'm saying and the reason that I love the team so much is because my grandmother forced me to love them. Right. And so I wanted her to be happy that they won too. And me, because I was happy the Cavs won more for the city. I'm yeah. like, man, like I said, man, I'm not the biggest LeBron fan in the world. But just to get shoot that shoot chip me. in Cleveland. Yeah, somehow, I was happy for everybody. Yeah, I wanted to be happy. <laughs> 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 I wanted to get selfish on them, though. Yeah,
0: I... W- well, I'm glad you didn't buy them tickets, brother.
1: Man, you and me both. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> golly, golly.
0: Well, that man. was uh, that was uh, the uh, Kev Nash rant <laughs> that we all have been expecting. All of our listeners, I know y'all knew that was coming. So we gonna Good give 15 minutes of it too. Yeah, we give him that. We give him that first 15 to get off his chest because I knew he'd been thinking about it all week.
1: God, always gonna burn forever. Yeah, forever. man. So Tuesday. Big day uh is election day. Yeah, man. So, what's your plans for election day? Have you early voted?
0: I haven't. I was going to yesterday, but uh we ended up surprising my step-pop, he turned 70. Okay. We went to Papa Dolls. had a good eating steak. Or shrimp. Yeah, had a good 30 30 person, you know, Damn. people came down and surprised him for his birthday. That was, you know, his, his son from Cleveland came down um sister from or daughter from Columbus she drove up drove down i guess but uh it was a good time you know but uh didn't get the early vote so now i'm running into that thing it was like am i really going to get up at 5 to go early vote at 6 to be at work by 7:30 or am i going to do it after i'm going to vote uh-huh it's just a matter of do i want to get up early to do it or deal with <laughs> the deal with the after 5 crowd so
1: Shout out Haven't to my boy yet. Peanut. He lives down in Houston, Texas, and he hits me up probably every other day. <laughs> he said, Hey, man, you, you go early vote yet? You go early vote yet? Like, nah, bro. So, until one day, he's like, Man, you going early vote or not? <laughs> <laughs> so, I was like, No, dude, I'm going on day of yeah. for multiple reasons. One, I wish a motherfucker would. <laughs> yeah. I want you to. I'm looking for the beef, <laughs> right. especially coming off of last week. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm looking for right. a reason to get into some shit. Right. <laughs> and I want to see the atmosphere. I want to see what's going on out there, man. Yeah. Like, you know, I hear so many times about voter suppression, but honestly, I've never witnessed it. Right. Um, And that's a serious thing. Like if uh if you I know they have numbers and websites to go to for voter suppression um, if you experience that, man. So if you're listening to this pod and you actually do feel like you're feeling getting some voter suppression, man, make that call, man. Call yeah. call somebody. Go right. online. I'm mm-hmm. not sure what website it is, but Google it. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's that's a real thing, even though I've never experienced it. Um, I'm just curious to see what the process is gonna be like. I mean, I'm sure it's not gonna be any different from any other election process. Right. But I do know during a primary, the uh the Trump supporters was out. By the truckload yeah. You know what I mean They was yeah. out And uh, you know Trying to pass out They weren't saying like Not trying to give me one Or whatever They just say hey, hey hey, I'm good pimp Right But it's just <laughs> I'm I wanted, I'm curious to see How things are gonna go The day of Yeah
0: I'm that way too out My first time voting Was 08 Obama mm-hmm. That was my first time Experiencing that And that I talked about that a pot or two ago But that kind of changed My whole realm of it Just to see The amount of people That was out you know, I went early morning before mm-hmm. work, and it was packed. You know, it was people was voting. You know, and it was just it wasn't no. The tension was kind of high. You could feel, but it wasn't no problems. Right, the people was just there. Some of the, you know, I lived by Rice Day at the time, so some of the uh, fraternity and sororities kind of marched over. Some some st- student organizations got together and like we gonna all go do this together and you know, type that of, type of thing. So it was it was just nice to be in that area and witness that. So from now, when I, when it comes to the Tuesday election day, it's like, I want to go that day. Yeah. yeah I want to, I don't want to early vote. I don't want to uh, send in no ballot, you know. Right. Like the absentee wa- ballot. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I want to just go and do it. So Right.
1: And I, I think back onto that election, I believe 08 was McCain, right? hmm Right. And, um, you know, I, I say this all the time. Like I have a lot of respect for, uh, Senator McCain not only because of his, him being a war hero and everything like that but some of the his policies and some of his beliefs I could rock with that yeah you know what I'm saying and those are quote unquote traditional republican views for whatever reason okay right i honestly think his downfall was uh picking old girl but that's a whole <laughs> different story so i wasn't really concerned about that time like i knew "Quote unquote," the young and the black vote were going to be out because it was a black man running mm-hmm. for president. Um, but this election, I'm very curious to see how people act, how on both sides of the fence. Yeah, you know, we're uh, also going
0: to be after this announced. Yeah, is really, like, is it going to be World War Three around here? <laughs> like, that's my concern.
1: Well, fuck, let's get into it. What if Trump wins? Man, I like. I really like.
0: Hate to say it like this, but if Trump win, I really would like fear for something like something gonna go down. You know, people are just adamantly upset with that man for so many different reasons, and it could it couldn't be about his ranch. It could be about his non policy conversations. You know, Mm -hmm. whatever you're looking for out of it. But I mean, if he wins, man
1: he gonna try to shake some shit up. We do. Oh, know absolutely. That. And I would like to say to the people that talk about like, oh, if Trump wins, I'll move to Canada. Stop it, man. Right. Stop it. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> right. You're gonna be going to work the very next day, exactly. just like the rest of us. You're exactly. not leaving, dog.
0: Exactly. Because
1: <laughs> let's just keep it real. But I do wanna say, and this is very important, man. If Hillary wins, we meaning everybody, not just black folks, we everybody have to hold her accountable right. and, and hold her to the standard that she's trying to run on. Yeah. You know, that's like, I noticed like that's her thing. Like, well, we're gonna, uh, you can hold me accountable. I'm doing, not gonna do it. We're gonna continue on Obama's legacy and I'm gonna create new plans and all this type of stuff. Okay, that's cool. Because honestly, you know, I appreciate a lot of things that President Obama did, but I don't think that we held him accountable for everything that he would say he was going to do. Right. And I understand as a politician and in politics, you know, it's not during his term that things happen. It's like two or three years after the term where policies right. continue to roll. And that's why it's so important to keep that, um, that type of politician in office. So those, those bills that he proposed can keep rolling up the ladder, but we have to hold her accountable and keep her accountable for the things that she said she's going to do and stay on her ass. Exactly. Because I, I said this a million times, man, like, there's a couple things about Hillary that I'm just not quite sure of, but it's better than the latter. See, that's how <laughs> I
0: feel. I feel like I'm going into a test that I didn't study for <laughs> and I'm about to abacadabra this thing. <laughs> and I don't, like, you know, I don't like my multiple choice options, you know, but mm-hmm. I have to pick one. Mm-hmm. And then it, then it turns into what do you not like about someone more or what don't you, you know, believe in more. And, on the outside looking in, if I was under investigation, you know, I know we we bash, you know, Trump has a whole just people that don't, you know, support him. Right. But if I was under investigation at my job and apply for the CEO position, <laughs> probably not going to get that. are going to hit you with not so, really. So, like, those are the things that bother me. It's, yeah. like, it's like, whether she did something wrong or not, you know, it's like there's some things that, you know, with the whole it's Benghazi thing, yeah, it's, 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 it's like, we gotta pick somebody, but then it's like, are are you outweighing like the fact that that happened, or are you just worried that Trump gonna just try to you know build a, cut all the land out of the U.S. and just make us a big island and forget everybody else? Right, you know? right.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is the United States, man. It's so supposed it's to tough, be man. It's a tough open decision. to everybody and come and build. It's supposed to be a melting pot and just that rhetoric and the blacks and you know I was uh, speaking to someone who said it and think. Uh, Trump was racist. I was like, well, if anybody ever called me the black, I'm punching them in the fucking mouth.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: He's <laughs> like, it had a look on his face of confusion. I was like, yeah, that's that's what's going to happen. Right. Try your luck. Right. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. Right. Like, that's, how, that's what I was on. I was like, you know, uh, my high school, especially when I was there, and even earlier before that, actually, small fact, my mom, my aunts, uh, my uncles, my brother, and my sister, and uh, two no, three of my cousins all went to the same high school, uh, especially the time where my uh, uncle, brother, and sister went to the high school. Uh, it's a big uh, Jewish population uh, in Cleveland Heights, and uh, they have synagogues up there, they have uh, a Jewish high school, everything like that. So, and we got out for a lot of Jewish holidays, um, all the time. Uh, A lot of those fall in September, so we would go back to school after Labor Day, and then we have Yom Kippur and everything like that off of school for uh, Jewish holidays. So I had a lot of uh, Orthodox Jewish people in my uh, classes and everything like that. So for me, it wasn't anything different about seeing an Orthodox Jewish person, or uh, we also had a high uh, Muslim uh, population in the school. Mm -hmm. So... It wasn't anything for me to see those different styles of living in my classroom. That was just like the norm. And I told him, I was like, if I were to use the word Jew <laughs> to a Jewish person, they would have every right in the world to punch me in the face. Right. Because that's not cool. Right. You don't say that, dog. Right. Like, you show them respect. And him and Trump is doing the exact opposite. Right. Of the blacks. Like, no, nah, bro. Exactly. Nah, bruh. <laughs> like, it's just plain and simple, dude. Like, you're not going to disrespect me like that. And their whole mindset of the good old boy network, oh, was all good back in 65. Was it? Right. Maybe it was good for you. Exactly. But it sure wasn't good for my, my
0: grandma. Exactly. But, and that shows the problem. You know, is it, people from that good old boy time frame that don't want to grow with, you know, Having to adjust how they might have been raised, mm-hmm. you know that you know you have you have to want to change. Yeah, you have to want to try to better you, your community, your friends, you know whatever. So for you to just be self centered in that regard to like we want to get it back to this or or we're used to this or it was all good then. Well, no, it wasn't all good. You know, it right. was it was good for a percentage of people. Yeah, it's always been good for somebody. Yeah, but you know you need to. If you're trying to grow this thing, how are we trying to grow this thing? You know, we need to grow this thing. You know, you need to come together and and stop it. Bottom line, you know, and and that's the when you when you hear somebody supporting Trump, is you think he's racist? Mm-hmm. You know, and then it's like if you're not, then why are you supporting him? Because he he seems to be pretty racist. Yeah. <laughs> you know, on, on all levels, not just against black people. Yeah, I mean, just on all levels, and he used to having. Donald Trump, man, he been, you know, you knew the name before you knew the face. Right. You know, pretty much, you know, like been getting money. yeah. (laughs) So nice head start,
1: though, in life. You know, what I
0: mean, he's lost numerous times, but individually, he still wins.
1: Yeah. His business lose, but he still wins. And, you know, I think about it in an aspect of if he wins and if he doesn't win. And, you know, if he doesn't win, he's still winning. Exactly. 'Cause he's gonna write a book about it. He's gonna go on book tours. He's going gonna,
0: on, gonna protest every state that yeah. that it was election was rigged. Yeah. Like it's it's not gonna stop for a while. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna be around for a minute.
1: Exactly, <laughs> man. So buckle up, man. So buckle up on Tuesday, get out there, yeah, you, exercise your right, your right to vote. Use your right
0: to vote, man. That's Absolutely, something man. that a lot of people, you know, whether you, you know, get that deep into it or not, man, a lot of people, blood, sweat, tears in their life. For you this opportunity for mm-hmm. everyone to be able to vote, absolutely,
1: absolutely. and document it on on the gram and on snap, absolutely. <laughs> I want to yeah. see, and if you yeah. see some beef, yeah,
0: World Star, please <laughs> shout them out. You know, you know that's the first thing you do. Grab your phone and say World Star.
1: It's so sad.
0: It's so sad. <laughs> it but I love it. <laughs> it is. It is. I I check World Star right after I do the news and sports. I ain't gonna lie to you. Ain't gonna lie to you
1: (laughs) Oh man, I love it so much, man So, uh Tuesday election, man, that's gonna be nuts, man What else we got today? uh, What did you think about Jay-Z, Beyonce My guy, J. Cole Big Sean, Chance Hillary, Chance, Mm -hmm. all up in Cleveland
0: Yeah, that was, I mean I saw something this morning That had me, you know Just well, you uh, bamboozled, I guess we'll say. Uh, Trump was at some, you know, I don't know if this happened during the Reno thing that happened yesterday with the whole security. Uh, oh, secret, yeah, secret, yeah, yeah, secret yeah. rushing him off, but he was talking about the language that Jay-Z was using and how Hillary supports that. And if he used that language, he would be, but the clip was letting him say what he was saying, but then. You know, since dropping in all the you know grabbing by the pussies and, and <laughs> yeah. everything that he done been saying, you know, and and how he's been cussing at his things too. So it was, it was just like they focus on something mm-hmm. now, not not the big picture. Like let's let's find a let's find a a a, a frog in the arm for yeah. him and just irritate him, you know. So all in all, though, I think those things are. They're not they're not really to me, they're not really beneficial for the simple fact of going to the poll. You right. know, like to me, this is just my personal opinion. Look, like, I enjoy the concerts and they do gather people together and let someone speak to you, you know, let someone talk to you in between songs about how they feel about something. Cool. But to me, they use that money for let's get free Ubers for the city. You know, let's mm-hmm. have people who don't have a way to the poll, they can call this number. We'll have a shuttle come, you know, something to where people, because that's always, you know, everybody don't have a car. Everybody don't have, you know, means or even the knowledge on how to vote. You know, like some some of the the money needs to be spent on educating. But I
1: think a lot of people have to want to be educated on voting because a lot of people, unfortunately, uh, could care less about the election. And um, studies show that the actual... The younger people are not even registered to vote and aren't going to show up to the polls, and that and that is how a Hillary Clinton would win. She right. has to win the young vote. Exactly. So, if you get a quote unquote cool person like Jay Z and Beyonce and all those to, to back you, it only tries to help help you. And I will argue. <laughs> I was talking to my brother. I was like, "Uh, yes, Hove is Hove." But it's like, it's almost, he needs or she needs the chance to rappers and the two chains and push a of the world almost more than she needs Jay Z. Because yeah. Jay Z is up here, right. dog. It's like, Jay Z is almost like on a different Well, he's not I, almost, he I, is I, on a different I'll level. I put him in mode. the same
0: statement as I did with Trump. Like, yeah. he, like, no matter what happens, he still wins. Yeah. Like, individually him him and his family for generations will win.
1: Man, so if she <laughs> if if Hillary could get like <laughs> the 21 savages, the Uzi verse to be coming out <laughs> to talk to people mm-hmm. of their ilk to get out there to register vote, I think right. those artists are just just as important as a Jay-Z because people that Jay-Z speaking to are people of our ilk that are already more likely than not going to get out there and vote. Right. Like, you need even the younger people, exactly. the people that's 17 and a half to get out there and vote. Right. It goes back
0: to my philosophy. When we have these these shootings around, you know, and we try to gather the people together to talk about it, people that come to those rallies are usually yeah. the ones that are in support of what you're saying, or they might be not in support of what you're saying, but they ain't committing the crimes. Right. It's the people that are. In the mud, yeah, that you need to really be touching and getting to, and going to them, you yeah. know, put a tent on the corner of whatever and whatever, and get a damn karaoke machine and talk, you know, like have them have those places impacted because that's where we're talking about the people who don't care to vote. Mm-hmm. You know, my opinion: if you vote for anyone other than Hillary, it helps Trump. You right. know, all the right ends you want and all the. You know the third and fourth was then Gary Johnsons, yeah. all those type of people. You know, like you're not gonna get enough of those, right? To get 270, mm-hmm. you need 270. So the if road not, to 270. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're not, if if you're not Trump or Hillary, you know, a vote that's not for Hillary hurts Hillary, right? No matter who it's for, it's gonna hurt her because it's, it's so close with them that if she starts getting less because people ain't going, don't care you know, don't want to vote for, bottom mm-hmm. line, whatever the case may be, you know, them rural counties and all these states and these, they going, they going.
1: It amazes <laughs> me how the quote unquote road to 270, as long as I can remember, it's always been about Michigan, Ohio, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, North Florida Carolina. and North Carolina. Mm hmm. It's five. That's five states out exactly. of the whole fifty of them that basically control who's going to be the president of the United States. Exactly because some of the other ones are so red or so blue. Yeah, that it's like a
0: lock. Yeah, you know. But then the ones that, you know, we have, you know, a we have a big rural area in Ohio. Mm-hmm. You know, there's only your main five, six, seven, eight towns in the in the state of Ohio that really might have a diverse, you know. Uh, living you know mm-hmm. with different ethnicities in in their town you know you might go to a we can use the example of a gratis gratis is close to oxford ohio yeah it's a small town you know i had a co-worker he has since passed away but we used to go play golf and i would drive out there and we would drive to Middletown play golf he took me to like the vfw afterwards and we just had some drinks and chilled out that's like their little hangout mm-hmm. the whole like Whatever hundred people in the town was right. there, and you can just feel when I walked in there, he ain't from Gratis You know, like you, you get that who you with. You know, like so
1: you from the big city, exactly. Homie. So,
0: but those places, you know, if if things start rolling, whether it's Hillary or for Trump, I'm not putting it on either one, but I'm just giving the example of when those things start building in those towns, it's almost like. All or nothing. Yeah, like, you 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 won't find in a small town. To my knowledge, I could be wrong, but to my knowledge, you won't find like a half and half. That's that's half going for Hillary, half going for Trump, and they trying to you know figure it out. It's like we all on board. Yeah. So those 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 are the places that you know there's there's a lot of hundreds yeah. of those probably in, in Ohio. You know maybe a hundred. You know I love at they're like eighty eight counties in Ohio. Or something yeah, like that. I
1: mean you know you look at Cuyahoga County. You look at Montgomery County where we live, and you know uh, Franklin County. Mm-hmm. Those counties, those are those huge, are the ones. Yeah, dog. those
0: are huge, huge counties. Huge to decide on who Ohio electoral votes. Yeah, because
1: for. I mean, I'm like Greene County is. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> We're all right. That's, that's gonna be heavy trism.
0: And that's one of my favorite examples is Greene County because they're so like you know you think of Green County you think of Xenia, you think of Fairborn Beaver Creek whatever. There's Jamestown, yep. there's Wilmington, I think, or around that area yep. kind of coming back towards Jamestown, but all that is still, Green, Green County is big. Yeah, <laughs> man. So Get out there and yeah, vote. Man. That's the key word. Get Place out there votes, and
1: vote, man. man. One, two, three, four, five. I got five on it. I plead the fifth. He keeps asking me to give him a high five. High five. I'm going to give you to the county. three, four, five. Now, I wanted to ask you about this, man. You know, we're trying to do this top five thing. (sighs) So, you only got five albums to listen to for the rest of your life. You only get five. five. Only five. Not your five favorite. Right. Not the five best, but you got five albums to listen to forever. That's it. That's yeah. all you got. Yeah. You only got five. What you got, four. Okay.
0: Well, I'll spend up most of my night trying to go through this. <laughs> now, I do want to put a bullet in there as to they're not all of my favorites, <laughs> but they would be the five that I would roll with for the rest of my life. My first is going to be. Jay Z, Reasonable Doubt. Clap that, it up for the man. That has to Clap be. Clap it up for the man. I love that. I love that album, and it's not just because of it's his first and all like, you know, first big album. You know, but it's just an album that I rock with. I can listen to the majority of that
1: straight through. All the way through. Cool. All the way through.
0: Now my number two. Now it's not like in that like order of a favorite to least. It's just my number number two. I have to have my Usher Confessions. <laughs> Usher Confessions will be riding because that was just the album for me that again you can put in and let it ride. Let it ride. So that's that's why that's in there. It's quality pick. My number three has to be the dog pound dog food. That was probably my favorite. Let's play. Yeah I, I got to have the dog pound <laughs> C D. That's I still put that in every six weeks just to be riding to it. So that's a favorite of mine. Now these are these these two you know have to put these into. Uh, I'm gonna go with my next one. It's gonna be a little little left field, but it's my Stevie Wonder Ooh. original music aquarium co- uh, compilation album. Now I'm, I put that in there because it has everything, all of my favorite Stevie hits on one. Yes, sir. So I gotta have some Stevie. And my number five would be Outcast, Aquamini.
1: <laughs> Him and I,
0: Aquaman. Yeah, my my kids they 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 had me laughing because they were trying to pronounce it as IQ Mini.
1: So, but yeah, that's criminal has to be in there. That's that's a dope list, brother. That is definitely that's dope my list. five. Okay, so for me, I'm with you, definitely one thousand percent on the Jay Z. Reasonable doubt. Okay, that's a for show sure, for show. Sure. Yes. that's Man.
0: Good to know. Good man, to know. We, man. Well, we can link up with them five albums and still yeah. be. And still be. <laughs>
1: That's good to know that if we on a stranded right. island, we, we only on, got five. Right. You can bring Jay-Z and I can bring something yeah, else. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two, I got to get my Wu-Tang on. And, uh, and a life without Wu-Tang would be incomplete. So the purple <laughs> tape, only built for Cuban links, is a must for me. Like, it's just so many Classic joints on there, I mean, and it's more than just a Raekwon album. It really is almost like a full Wu Tang album because there's so many features from the whole group on there that you get, you get that whole Wu Tang feel. And he talking that talk that yeah. I like. Hey, I never sold drugs, but I love to hear about drug dealers. <laughs> so that's just me. Sorry. <laughs> uh, number two, no, number three for me. Very new album, but. As you know, I love this guy, man. J. Cole, man. I knew it. <laughs> That's why I didn't put him on there. I knew that was going to be on the island with us. J. Cole. <laughs> 2014, Forest Hill Drive, man. That is one of my favorite albums of all time. I I, I always say this. You got to let music ride before you call it a classic, man. But I listen to that album, and I just I go into a zone, man. Because I really, It's very few albums that you listen to, especially nowadays, that that really put a smile on your face. Like yeah. I listened to that album and I literally smile because I can feel where he's going with it. And I and I, for a lesser extent, I kind of lived that life. That yeah. was kind of almost my life. He's he's talking to me. Right. And the things that he's experienced, like, yo, I went through that. Like, and the way he brings it and the production value and everything about that album, I just love. That's definitely on there. Got to have some new on the island. Yeah, yeah. man, you got to have a little some something, some something. some new one. And uh you know, life wouldn't be complete without a little, you know what I'm saying, some slow jams. And with the I get into this with people all the time. I talk about my favorite R&B group of all time is obviously Jodeci. Right. But but mm. is it pains me to say this. I wouldn't bring the Jodeci even though it was tough for me not to pick the Jodeci. I would pick the first 112 joint for That's, sentimental reasons. That was my
0: wife's pick. For the sentimental yeah. reasons <laughs> be of the first Jodeci. You know,
1: the first 112 joint. <laughs> yeah. uh, lots of classic activity to that CD. I'll just say Yeah. That. <laughs> so just I gotta
0: bring that. <laughs> a quick 30 second re- re- uh, rebuttal. Last night, as I'm going through this, she's falling asleep. And I'm like, man. And she's like, what? And she went, to must have heard me. I literally was like in the bed <laughs> like, man. She's like, what? I'm like, I got to come up with my five of all time that if I had nothing else, this is the five I'll listen to. And she was like going through hers. And she had her 112 in there. And it was, had that one I was tweezly. like, yeah. So I was, She going to be happy to hear that. Yeah, so, man. That
1: 112, so. boy. <laughs> clap it up for 112. Yeah, we we got to clap it up for 112. Clap it up for 112. I can't, I can't be mad at that. And number five, much like you, off the beaten path a little bit, it's kind of a cheat for me, but the Red Hot Chili Peppers greatest hits album. I couldn't tell you one Red Chili Peppers album title name, right? but I know the songs when I hear them, <laughs> and I know they're not all on the same CD, right. but... Danny California is one of my favorite songs of all time. Yeah. Under the Bridge is classic. So I got to have that. And the energy that them dudes always bring, man, I got to have that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just when I get, let me take a, take a break for some Jay-Z. Let me take right. a break for some from Wu-Tang. Give me some Red Hot Chili Peppers just to spice yeah. things up in life a
0: little bit. Now, I got to share the two that had me on the fence. Well, yeah. actually, actually, it was three. But oh, I, man. I, 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 <laughs> I got I to gotta share these. I was about to put that country grammar in there for Nelly. Woo! To me, that was that, that time and space for me was military and, you know, on my own for the first time. And, you know, it's just I, one, one of my faves. Okay. I was going to ha- also have 400 degrees in there from Juvie.
1: Oh, shit! That was a Damn, tough one. To, look at my list. That was a tough
0: one for me to leave out. Cause 400 degrees, I grew up with that thing. But
1: I'm, you a Jay Z, reasonable doubt, so I can bring yeah, 400. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then I, my other one that I was in, in between with with the uh, Usher, uh, like R and B vibe. I was had that uh, Jamie Foxx, unpredictable.
1: Okay, that's wife. Well, he loves that album. Yeah, that's
0: an album that I can ride straight through. So I had uh, eight. I know we said five, but I was giving (laughs) you my other three just so y'all wouldn't, you know. Y'all can debate amongst yourselves.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) What's your favorite Nelly song of all time? I always ask people this because people sleep on Nelly. Like he ain't got hits. Nelly got hits, homie. Nelly got hits. What's your favorite Nelly joint? Mine is without a doubt. Only because I DJ so much is Tip
0: Drill, man. Tip Drill in the club still works, man.
1: Man, for me, hands down. You know, people love country grammar and all mm-hmm. that, and uh, um, number one, I actually like that song too. Right. But my favorite Nelly song is "EI," man. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> everything about the song, yeah. the hook, and he's actually spent some bars. And if you go back and listen to it, listen to the second verse. Just I, I urge everybody mm-hmm. go listen to the "EI" second verse, man. It's he spent some shit on there, <laughs> man, and then. You know, the video mm-hmm. had the SS looking like the St. Louis Rams, the backwards Jersey era, right. the house party scene. Like, man, that's a classic video, man. I, I When yeah. I saw uh, Nelly in concert, man, shouts out to my uh, the big homie Craig Black. He used to work in St. Louis and uh, he's cool with Nelly. And uh, we uh, actually met Nelly backstage and uh, I, when the EI came on, right. I fanned out. Yeah. Normally I don't fan <laughs> out. No, I'm, normally I'm just yeah. cool, calm, just chilling. But when when one of my joints come on, right. I gotta get up. I got to do my part. Yeah, damn E.I.'s my shit. Matter of fact, I also, I download I that also shit had right
0: that T.I. paper trail in there too. But
1: I was out. I was like, Let's see if you had a tip on I there. Was, man, I'm
0: telling you, this was tough for me because I wanted to do
1: five and five.
0: Just <laughs> let me have let me have a R&B side and a and a and a, a hip hop side. I love
1: uh, T.I. the King album. A lot yeah. of people don't like that album. Yeah. I like that album. Yeah, that was, ba- that was basically cool, the though. soundtrack for uh, the movie Atl. What you know about that, that? That you don't know me with with Ooh. seven patrons. I might tear my shirt
0: off still today. <laughs> that song still get me fired up. So hope uh, y'all have fun with that, man. Make sure y'all send us some, um, man. Uh, you can't make this up podcast at Gmail. You can tweet us at DJ underscore Killer underscore Kev at one Kev Nash. Yes, sir. Make sure y'all send us y'all top five. We love to hear it, man. We love the debate about it during the week. So send us some um, of yo.
1: Five and uh, top five topics too. Yeah, um, you know, for people that don't know, I uh, me and Killer Care talked throughout the week via text and uh. It's always down to the last minute of what our top five topic is going to be. And yeah. last night I sent this uh, when I got back from the uh, strip club, actually, Yeah. <laughs> over there at Plush. <laughs> and it, it popped in my head, like, five songs, that I can, five albums I can only listen to. That's a good, yeah. that's something good. I'm gonna keep this top five going till I yeah, like it. We absolutely. Know. Absolutely. One more last topic before we slide up out of here, man. I, don't, I didn't have a chance to read the article. It was more something I heard them talking about on The Breakfast Club. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, it's uh, millennials not using condoms, yeah. And just like everything in today's society, they blamed it on technology. The article basically blamed it on technology because people aren't communicating, aren't having those one-on-one discussions with someone to actually try to get them know, get to know them, or even ask them their uh sexual past or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, I would say I'm I'm with. This is where I am with uh Trump. Awesome <laughs> bring bring something back. Two things I want uh brought back. I want the fear of STDs back. Yeah. I want that back desperately because people act like they got magic Johnson money but you don't. Right.
0: <laughs> and I remember that fourth grade sex education, you know, picture book yeah, we your mom's through. a nurse as well as mine, <laughs> exactly. so he's already know what it's about. Exactly. So,
1: And another thing I want to be brought back, this is kind of off topic a little bit, but I want the fear of uh, people saying nigga in public back. I want that back, too. Yeah. I want yeah. if somebody say nigga, they get to look like I'm about right. to kill you look. because you're a fan <laughs> of hip
0: hop, you, you, you don't get to have that.
1: Yeah, yeah. but back <laughs> on topic, man, I really want that fear of STDs brought back to society because people, if this... If people are out there, just you know what I'm saying, especially college kids, you know what I'm saying, that's yeah. where that's where majority of this goes down. Like
0: right. see, for me, man, I was, you know, we don't keep this all the way hundred. You know, this is our podcast and we we keep it a hundred on Yes, you. sir. So for me, back in my, you know, way, 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 mm. way, 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 way long time ago when I was out here in these
1: streets. Yeah.
0: It was always the do I bring the condom <laughs> and look like I'm trying to smash, or do I not have the condom and if something jump off, go get the condom? But then you risk at that go get the comeback. <laughs> she back in the blanket in the in the full full Zipped blown up. battle
1: rattle. <laughs>
0: not on it no
1: more. Right, you blew
0: your chance. So, it was always like, you know, I heard him talking about keeping condoms in wallets and how you ain't supposed to, because they, you know, you get hot and whatever, yeah. whatever. So, but that was like the thing. It was like you had to like, and and you would run across people that you would, you know, be messing with. And then it's about to get, go down. And it's like, you got a condom? And it's like, Yeah. Why, you know? Then it's, yeah. it turns up
1: like whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's just stay on. Let's stay on task. <laughs> stay
0: on yes, subject. I have one. Continue.
1: You know, like we so, are prepared. <laughs> right. We are safe. We are practicing safe sex. But I, but
0: I do think, man, with the with the millennials and like you said, with the just basically a lack of education. Mm-hmm. You know, like you need to know that uh, some of those you might not feel see. You know, yeah. but they might be there. Mm-hmm. You know, and being in the army has a medic. Um, that was you know. A time for me man when I, I had to work sit call like probably like three times a year, two or three months, you know, maybe like a month and a half, two or three times a year. And we would have sit-call, man, and you know I was an E2, E3 at the time, young private you know, in the military, and you're calling patients back, you're doing the vitals what you're here for. It's a sergeant major that's been 25 years married. Uh-oh. he like, you but not say shit. I needed to be checked. And leave it at that. Like they'll be like coming at you like that, and it's like, okay, I get it. You're a sergeant major. I'm a young private, but you're in my space now. So <laughs> I'm I, the man. up yeah, in yeah, case, nigga. You had to let them know sometimes. So, but I saw a lot of that in the military. Um, as a medic. Unfortunately, I had to uh, ride a couple people to Ooh. to to get their test results. So that comes with the medical field. You know, I've I've uh, done that to uh, quite a few people in the military. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a thing that still needs to be taught. You know, Man, it, it shouldn't is, be. Uh, just... That is
1: something that my mom instilled in me and my brother. Like from her being a nurse, not only like shit can happen to anybody anywhere; it mm-hmm. don't matter. But she also instilled the fear of STDs. Right. Like it, it was pictures. It It wasn't only pictures. It was taking us down to the morgue and showing us like dead bodies mm-hmm. of people that died of and they had HIV AIDS and like they got got a common cold one day and they just fucking exactly. deteriorated exactly. like yo this can happen because you out here banging raw. Right. It's playing it and, and simple. Yeah, and it may feel great, but shit. <laughs> right. Hold out until you get get that one.
0: Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And and on a much bigger scale, we young people, kids having kids need to stop. You know, so if you as you out here raw dogging in these streets, you know, like most of y'all probably are, (laughs) you know, at the end of the day, you know, you are risking creating a human being that you are responsible for until you are six feet under.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So,
0: you know, whether they, you know, you ain't going to stop being a dad for them because they married, you know, you're going to just be grandpa, dad and all the above, you know, like whatever. So, but you need to like teach these kids, man, that uh, it's real.
1: It's real man. Having these kids is real. Here, kids is real. <laughs> and you, Believe
0: you me, I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You've promptly been educated. <laughs> yeah, Another one in the books, man. Week 32. 32 of them, man. I like this top five that we got going yeah, on, gonna man. Yeah, we're going to keep so, this going. Absolutely, man. You got any top five suggestions? You know how to holler at us. Yep.
0: Shout to Bars and Beyond. Shout to Gym City Pod, as always.
1: Absolutely. Can't Make This Up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. We out. Yeah, yeah.